You are listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I am Nick Trelia. I am Philip Andrews. And I'm Caleb Rubet. Today we're going to be talking about guys reacting to girls' TV, the possibility of the island of Guam capsizing, and of course we're going to wrap it up with a Name That Movie Tune quiz. So let's get rolling with Wacky World. Wow! I don't believe it. There's something you don't see every day. So we got a headline here, human trash can running for public office. Wait, human trash can? You mean Hillary's back in the race? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually uh, a guy calling himself Count Binface. He's a man who wears a trash can on his head, and he is running for the office of the mayor of London. This man literally has a trash can on his face. Yes. Uh, vowing to, quote, take out the trash... Binface, who oh, ran no. against Theresa May <laughs> in the 2017 election uh, under the alias Lord Buckethead, said that he is throwing his hat into the ring because the race needed shaking up. Can you imagine, like, the current mayor of London, Sadiq Khan, being so bad that literal human garbage is going up against you? <laughs> throwing his hat into the race. No, he's throwing his head into a trash can. <laughs> I don't know. His whole campaign seems kind of trashy to me. Wait, what kind of trash can is it? Can can you get know, details I, on this? I, I can't really tell. Well, he says that he's also an alien. Uh, he's coming to uh, rule the people of London. Um, he goes, why not have someone who is already outlandish before they become mayor? I guess speaking to how crazy Sadiq Khan is. Mm-hmm. Well, if Trump can win, this guy can too, right? Here to weigh in is U.S. Senator and current Democratic candidate Bernie Sanders. Bernie, what do you think? I think his candidates were both very similar people. How's that? We're both full of garbage. Yikes. All right, Phil, what do you got? <laughs> My headline today is Pigeons with Make America Great Again hats glued to their heads released in Las Vegas. So a group calling itself Putin, which stands for Pigeons United to Interfere Now, claimed responsibility for the stunt with the uh, MAGA hat-wearing birds. Now, I don't really know why you picked this article. It seems kind of normal for Las Vegas. <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That's exactly. a fair point. Well, we're going to talk about it actually today. Uh, so 25 pigeons were released, and 24 of them were wearing hats. Uh, one was donning a Trump-style wig, the group said. <laughs> oh, no. Now, this isn't without some controversy, so Mariah Hillman, who runs Lofty Hopes, which is a Las Vegas pigeon rescue organization, is called the stunt Animal Cruelty, despite the fact that it drew some laughs throughout the city. And she's called out to the police for not responding to the incident. Uh, She's also planning on getting a bunch of volunteers and setting traps in the hopes of removing the pigeons' hats before rehabilitating and releasing the birds. I think silencing these pigeons' First Amendment rights is the real animal cruelty here. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) you could say that. How have the hats stayed on? It seems like they'd, I mean, my hat blows off often. And if you're a pigeon, I feel like it would be even more likely for your hat to blow off. Um, It's eyelash glue. That's, (laughs) I don't... I didn't know what that was right away, but apparently it's pretty strong. But yeah, that stuff is strong. I wouldn't know because my eyelashes are real. Um, anyway, this isn't the first time something like this has happened, though. In December, videos of three pigeons wearing miniature red cowboy hats went viral after they were seen on Las Vegas streets. So there you go. <laughs> Man. Well, my story is a little bit more along the lines of a serious topic. Um, the Taco Bell shenanigans that have been going on recently... We all know that Taco Bell can be an interesting place for late-night shenanigans. I can't talk right now. (laughs) We all know that Taco Bell can be an interesting place for late-night shenanigans. And recently, a 22-year-old manager 
at our friendly neighborhood Taco Bell through a, ra- a, a rage fit after coming to work and finding out that he had to close the store. This was right after he came back from a Christmas Eve party, so it was on December 24th. Mm-hmm. And as you could guess, he was more than a little intoxicated. So he ripped out kiosks and flipped over tables. And then when his mother drove by the front of the store, he threw a chair out the window because apparently that's what you do when your mom drives by your place of work. (laughs) Happens all the time. (laughs) All the time. So according to an article from this last Thursday in the Collegian, he has to pay over $52,000 in restitution. And he has to spend 90 days in jail and five years on probation. That's like that's more than OJ got. <laughs> that's right. Wow. We're not talking about the orange juice here. Um, so he cites his alcohol abuse and life circumstances as his reasons for trashing Taco Bell. And he says that he's getting himself back together now so that he can take care of his kids before they are sent to foster care, which is legitimate, I hope, because um, I really hope that he's sincere just for both for his kids' sake and for the safety of our local Taco Bell. Has anyone driven by Taco Bell recently? Have, have we seen the smashed window or anything like that? No, I haven't. No. I haven't driven by recently. I've also not had any chairs thrown at me recently. Well, so. we're going to have to keep an eye out for that. So. Yeah. You're listening to Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. And, you know, I thought what would be kind of interesting is watching, you know, girls TV. Like, if you if you don't take it too seriously, shows like Say Yes to the Dress can actually be kind of entertaining, right? That's very true. So we're just going to take a look at... Uh, we have here the most dramatic family feuds on Say Yes to the yeah. Dress. And we're just going to look at some highlights of the show and uh, just kind of take a listen to it with you guys and get our reaction. I love me some drama. Oh, I mean, it's sweet. hard to believe Amy, if after all this time, has managed to hide a sleeve of tattoos from her dad. Ooh. How is she I'm hitting that? It go goes all the way down under dad. her hand. I have no clue. But I just want to get it done. That's like the most Come on, Amy. Parents. What do we think, Dad? Did like it till I saw the arm. Ooh. So that's one heck of a shock for you? Yeah, yeah. So we're talking sleeves? Yes. Definitely, definitely sleeves. Okay. <gasps> Horror. If the Horror. father dreams that his daughter's going to walk in like a fairy tale princess or but Cinderella. She looks like a biker. I don't know how you make a wedding dress look nice with that, with that arm. If we can't find the right dress to cover those tattoos, there might not even be a wedding. Oh my god. Oh, this one. Oh my god. This is my wedding dress, woman. That's what you oh might see yourself getting. Dang. Is it black? Yes. It is. No, what? that's not the dress. No, yes. She's no, yes. Red. <laughs> I will have a heart attack. No, that dress is not going to happen, Camila. Take it off. Take it off. Go change. Go change. Hang in there. Oh Hang in there. Looks like she's you going to some sort of a goth funeral. Yeah. Dress, but no. I just don't see it for your no. wedding day. No. No, 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 no. No. I was like. No. I'm your mother. The one has to like it is me. No, I don't like it either, Camila. Take that off. Take that off. Okay, you look like a, you're going to die tomorrow. It's a beautiful gown. <laughs> I just want to see it for your wedding day. No. Maybe she no. is. Cammy looks like a dead bride. Like we just went to a haunted <laughs> no, house, no. Yeah. and she is the dead bride at the end of the haunted house. <laughs> wow, that's very interesting. I'm going to have to uh, watch more of that show later on. High levels of drama there. Okay, Phil. <laughs> Legitimately pretty good. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> You are listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. And so uh, the Democratic debate recently happened, so we thought we would go back and look at some of the highlights, some of the funniest and best moments from the debate. Uh, Here we go. Senator Sanders, a recent poll has shown that a concerning number of your supporters pour milk first when making cereal. Do you condone these activities? 
I disown those people. They are not part of our movement. Senator, I believe you. Well, thank but you. It is, but at a certain point, you've got to ask yourself, why is it especially the case among your supporters? I don't think it is especially happens. the case, by That's the way. That's just not true. Look, well, but leadership okay. is about what you draw out of people. I think you have to accept some responsibility and ask yourself what it is about your campaign in, the partic in particular that seems to be motivating this behavior more than others. And now a question for Senator Klobuchar. Your inability to name more than three Taco Bell menu items in a recent interview has led many to doubt your grasp of Mexican politics. How do you respond? I don't think that that momentary forgetfulness actually reflects what I know about Mexico and how much I care about it. But you're staking your candidacy on your Washington experience. You're on the committee that oversees border security, and we're not able to speak to literally the first thing about the politics of the country you, to ourselves. Are you trying to say that I'm dumb, or are you mocking me here, Pete? I'm I saying that you shouldn't trivialize that I made that an error. People sometimes forget names. Senator Sanders. How do you feel about the exploding furry population in the U.S.? If we don't act incredibly boldly within the next six, seven years, there will be irreparable damage done, not just to Nevada, not just to Vermont or Massachusetts, but to the entire world. This is an existential threat. You know what that means, Chuck? That means we're fighting for the future of this planet. Again, Senator Sanders. The U.S. has yet to field a championship World Cup soccer team. What are your thoughts? UK can do it, France can do it, Germany can do it, all of Europe can do it. Gee whiz, somehow or another, we are the only major country on earth that can't do it. I like, uh, I like all these moments. I think there's some, some levity to be found in these political debates. Yeah, it's definitely very enlightening on the state of our country. Yes, but you know... There are a lot of candidates up there on the stage, but there's one man who I really think should be running for the highest office in the land, a guy who really has a grasp on the issues. Uh, this guy's name is Representative Hank Johnson of Georgia, and uh, he serves on the House Armed Services Committee, and he was concerned that a uh, troop buildup on the island of Guam may lead to the island capsizing. Let's take a listen. There's a uh, island that at its widest level is what 12 miles from shore to shore and at its smallest level uh, or smallest uh, uh, location it's uh, seven miles uh, between one shore and the other I don't know how many square miles that that is. Do you happen to know? I don't have that uh, figure with me, sir. I can certainly supply it to you if you'd like. Yeah, my, my fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and, uh, and capsize. Uh, we don't anticipate that. <laughs> I'd say his brain is about two neurons wide at the <laughs> widest spot. <laughs> I don't know how many square neurons that is. <laughs> Can't calculate that. Kudos definitely to the the admiral up there taking these questions. <laughs> uh, but that's not the only issue uh, that Representative uh, Hank Johnson is involved with. 
Um, he also cares a lot about balloons. Oh, no. I'm pleased to support this bill, which shows that this Tea Party Congress will make the tough choice to keep children's birthday parties on schedule and give industries that rely on helium the lift that they deserve. Imagine, Mr. Speaker, a world without balloons. How can we make sure that the injustice of there being no helium for comedians to get that high-pitched voice that we all hold near and dear to our hearts. Imagine a world without balloons. You know, I think I found the solution to the Guam problem. Just tie the balloons to the <laughs> island for <laughs> God's sake. I think he's on something other than helium right now. <laughs> this is an elected official. Huh? Yes, he How is How does this guy get elected? I, <laughs> Who votes for this man? Representative... Uh, Johnson also has a thing for midgets. Uh, I don't think that's what you mean, but go ahead. <laughs> what happens when you put in a cage fight a giant in with a midget? Well, the midget will not win the fight. I'm going to tell you that. Um, but uh, if you put 30 midgets in with that giant and the midgets then have a chance collectively to speak with one voice, and then they will go at each other, and the, the, the best man will win, or woman. So after he made this speech, someone told him that using the word midget was offensive. So the very next day, he gets up in the house and gives an apology speech. I have found that the use of the midget, uh, excuse me, the use of the M word is no longer socially acceptable. The M word refers uh, to, it really refers to uh, uh, a medical condition, uh, dwarfism. I have been uh, awakened to uh, the sensitivities involved, and please know that I will never use that term again. If you want to find out more about little people or abnormally small people or unusually small people there's a website there's a group actually called the little people of america <laughs> the man is just digging his own grave right now <laughs> it's way worse to call them abnormally small <laughs> yes. this man is like something out of a movie and you're listening to the loft on radio free hillsdale 101.7 fm and speaking of movies we have a Name that movie tune quiz. And here's our producer, Rachel Kukaji. Thank you, Caleb. So this week, as Caleb introduced, we have Name That Movie Tune. So I'm going to play a portion of a soundtrack from a movie, and you're going to guess what the movie is from. So you get one point for naming the movie it comes from, and you get two points if you can also name what the name of that specific soundtrack is. I mean, okay. they're going to be really good at this or really bad at this. We'll find out. I tried to be kind of general, so I feel like these are pretty easy. Are we using our name as our buzzer again? Yes, you are. All right, round one. Hey, this one's pretty easy. So, here it goes. Stop, Bill. Nick. Wait. <laughs> Why did I say stop? That's, that's me. Yes, Phil? Chariots of Fire. Correct. See? I've never seen that movie. 
Really? Nope. I've never seen the movie either, but I know the soundtrack. Well, I knew I knew it was about running, and but that's all I all I knew. Second <laughs> point for title. Um, oh no, it's also in Madagascar. Actually, now yeah, that it I think is. About it it is when they run on the beach. Yeah. No, <laughs> I can't. Well, that would be recreating the chariots of fire scene. Yeah, except he punches him. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of the title. Sorry. Do you want to know what it is? Yes, chariots of fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do I get a point for that? Sure, why not? A. What? He didn't say the, the title. Heck? I <laughs> did the title. He did the, the title. He didn't say his name first. Chariots of Fire theme is the title. Well, it's Chariots of Fire. <laughs> like get wrecked. No point for that. Uh, yes, one point for that. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'll give him one point for that. Point for that. Okay, just right. to spite Phil. All right, <laughs> round two. Phil. Yes? Titanic. That's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> so your excuse. <laughs> wow. <laughs> your excuse from the round, and I was going to play a little bit more. <laughs> Nick? Yes? I'm, I'm going to go like on a huge limb here. Is it Braveheart? <laughs> yes, I was gonna guess. I was going to guess Let's that. Let's go. So yeah, that I or mean, Last of the Mohicans. To be fair, <laughs> bagpipes are in Titanic, I believe. Yeah, so there is a song from. How is that, that a huge leap? Like it's kind of well, because that's literally. I was trying to think of the name of that movie for about <laughs> ten seconds, and I could, my brain is on overdrive right now. <laughs> I, I almost Do just said. Wanna... I almost just said Brave. And I'm like, <laughs> no, it's Brave. Do you want to guess what the title is? Oh God! They can take our land, but they can't take our freedom. <laughs> No. There is one that is titled Freedom. This one is just the main title. <laughs> <laughs> Creative. When in doubt, go with main title. I'm going, I'm <laughs> so going I'm easy on you. Yeah, these are not yeah. too hard. All right. So let's see. We have two points for Nick and one point for Phil. <laughs> All right. I got no points. Round three. Caleb Hill. That's Game I of Thrones. Nabbed me. And do you want to take a guess at what it's called? Uh, oh, man. I know this. Somewhere in the dark recesses of my brain. Main title? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Stole it from me. That's exactly what I was going to say. Main theme, but I'll give it to you. Uh, oh, yeah, and now I find myself in the Yeah, place. it's just, you know, yep. the you, opening sequence. You think right. for how creative Main title, main are. theme. It's I mean, what else are both? you going to call it? Yeah. yeah. All right, so with that, you have caught up with Nick. So you two are tied at two and filled down at one. All right. Let's go. Round four. Caleb. This is Inception. Yes, it is. By Hans Zimmer. Yeah. But do you know the title of the soundtrack? Uh, Dream is something. No. Nope. <laughs> something dream. Uh, can I take a guess? At yeah. Is it main theme? <laughs> no. There is no name. Main nope. Theme. Is it finale? No. Okay, never mind. It's time. Oh yes. Ah, uh, oh, shoot! I almost guessed that. But it's the classic one. Didn't he? It didn't he do one for Dunkirk called Time as well, where it's like tick tick tick. You know, has yeah. like the stopwatch. Yeah, I think so. Probably, I was gonna yeah. guess Man of Steel on that actually, but it's also oh. by Hans no, Zimmer. No, that was definitely. So no, you would have been excused again. But I would. But yeah, but it Hans, is the same I mean, Hans Zimmer definitely. You can hear some of the same themes and. Yep. His different works. That man literally just rips himself off in every sound. <laughs> it is true. All right. So let's see. We have Caleb. What are you at? Three. Three. Nick's, Nick's got three. two. Wait. 
He got the, he got the, he got the title though. No, he didn't. Nope. No. Oh, really? Three to two mm-hmm. to one. Nick said three to one. All right. See if you can catch it with Caleb with yeah. this last one. Phil, for round five. Caleb. This is Star Wars, right? Yes. Yeah. So high pitched. Wow, <laughs> I could not place this it. This is love like theme. <laughs> this is the love theme, right? No, it's not. Uh, it's what? Uh, Leia's, uh, no, no, Leia's, Leia's theme. Leia's theme. Stars. It's called Leia's theme. It's Leia's no, theme. it's across not. No, Across the Stars is, is it Leia's? Totally it's Leia's theme. No. It? What? Oh. It's not? As soon as you say this, I'm going to know it. You're close with Leia, but it's Binary Sunset. Oh, uh, yes. That's Binary? Wait, what? Yeah. From yeah. A New Hope. Yep. Like but it also like outside. is basically Those Luke's two theme. sons just going down over Tatooine. <sighs> yep. I know. I was looking at Phil because, you know, he likes Star Wars, and yeah. I thought maybe he'll get this. Not <laughs> was, a chance. It was, it was so high-pitched. <laughs> I just pulled it from YouTube. Credit all these Man, 1970. So. Fun fact, pretty much everything, all the music that plays on t- Tatooine is basically just ripped out of the Rite of Spring. Hmm. I don't even know what that is. I no. Who's that by? <laughs> Stravinsky. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you didn't guess the title, so you have four points. Let's go. And four, two, one. So, Caleb, you are the winner of this. That's right. As I don't, can't remember the last time that Caleb won. First, I don't think I have one before, though. I what? think you have. Yeah. What, really? Awesome. Oh, I don't think so. Well, what congratulations. And Nick, wrap us up. <laughs> what? That was great. Thank you, Rachel. You've been listening to The Loft on Radio 3 Hillsdale 101.7 FM. We have new episodes every Friday, so stay tuned.